I love to earn money and I love um, the freedom that it brings me as a woman. That glass ceiling can just totally be shattered with entrepreneurship. Um, but not everybody rolls out of bed knowing how to become an entrepreneur. And that's where I shine. I'm a ninja um, with that. And <laughs> I really am like it. That's my forte. I love it. Yes. Well, <laughs> and, my boys want to be ninjas. So. Well, you know, like it, for me, it's like, I'm a time ninja. I'm a, you know, I'm a strategy ninja. Those are my things. I'm an activator. I, I connect the dots really easy, which is why I can help someone build that bridge from point A to point B. And if they need point A to point B, but they actually want to be at D, then we need to build the bridge from A to B, B to C, C to D, right? Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. Sharon McDonald is a mother of five, nutrition therapist, wellness educator, and business life coach. Her business was made possibly because of her love for people, healthy living, collaborative business, and serving others. Sharon's belief in leadership development, passion for mentoring, training, motivating, and developing systems are deeply rooted in her teaching background, which has brought her clients from across the world for over a decade. Sharon, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I'm so excited to be here with you. It's such an honor and thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, the honor is all mine because I know that you're just full of gems and especially with a mother of five, hello. So you're raising five children. You have your business life coach, and I just love following you on Instagram. You're, you have an amazing brand. So tell us how you started. So um, I started when I was a little girl, to be truthful with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in fact, I have a post about this because um, I was coaching people from the time I can remember. I remember that, um, so I'm adopted by my aunt and uncle and I was raised with them being my parents because they adopted us and my parents became my aunt and uncle. And that's not a normal story, but I was in five foster homes before I was five years old. And so I remember when we went to go live with my aunt and uncle and they were becoming our parents, I remember my dad was getting frustrated with something. And I remember looking at him, well, if you would listen, coach hat on, um, if you would just listen to mom you would have a much better time of things. Things would go much smoother for you. I was five years old when I said that. And um, so then me and my best friend, she had a hard time with her, her mother. And I would coach her on things to say when we were eight years old, you know, and that just that pattern continued on of empowerment, right? Like empowerment of, of others. And here's how you can rise above and um, let's work this out. Do you want to role play? You know, those kinds of things. So that that's kind of just been a theme in my entire life and a lot of listening, right? Shutting my mouth and just listening because sometimes most of the time people will um, 
figure things out on their own. And you might have to listen for 45 minutes and be able to say three things. And people are going to go, Oh my gosh, that's totally the answer. You know, like I just, I know exactly what to do now. And thank you for that comfort. Or, you know, now I know exactly how to, to respond. Right. Like, and it's not, it's not very much, but that, so the coaching piece has always been there always. Um, and so when, when doTERRA landed in my lap, you know, that preparation was also a real, you know, big explosion of just all my worlds colliding into one as a nutrition therapist, you know, I was very, very, very into my family's health, reading labels, you know, ridding my home of toxins. And then that journey began just amplifying that movement. And that's really what took me global was that, that platform being able to connect with people worldwide. And that was, um, very fulfilling for me because I, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I did not want to do that because I, I hated network marketing. Absolutely hated network marketing. And I said no to it for 23 years before this. Right. And so I, I didn't like it because the, it had been done wrong in so many ways. And, um, and I was very comfortable in my life of what I was doing as a mom, right. As a mother. And I knew I could still be an entrepreneur and I could do other things. What would it be? And, you know, this just dropped in our laps and my husband is the one that invited me and he's the one that encouraged me to get paid to do what I always did for free. So that's a blessing. And, and then, you know, when people ask me, how do you create your business? It's always been on impressions and feelings. And for me, that space with God is really intricate. And that's how I have completely built my business is on feelings and oppressions, but it's those little things that I chose all along the way from the time I was a little girl of keeping myself in that space to hear and then respond to those feelings and impressions. Glory be to that. That's how I've created my business. That's how I'm here with you. And that's how I show up on social media. And, um, that's how I serve. And that's what's taken me across the world. Amen. You have so many gems. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go into all of that. So I love, I love everything that you've said, because let's go deeper into that. Cause you were like these little, these little steps. What were, is it, was it intuition? Was it, you know, what would you consider like that emotion, that feeling? What was it? So for me, one of the things I coach on when people hire me as a coach is I, it's so interesting to me how disconnected from our spirits we are. Um, and I, and that's one of the reasons why I love meditation because meditation, you know, I remember when I first started meditating, I had a cousin who called me out on social media and said, like, you're a praying person. Why do you need to meditate? And I said, well, meditation is totally different than prayer. It's totally different than prayer. I believe that prayer is a return and report. There is conversation that goes on there, but when you meditate, 
it's literally soul to being right. And, and that soul has that direct connection, right? So, so for me, when I meditate, it's literally like listening to my soul. Same when I do yoga, it's you, your mat and yourself and that self-love and that self-confidence and that, and that inner piece of it's like that guiding star that directs your path. And, and those, and those feelings and impressions you get, I believe are, are the spirit. It's the spirit speaking to you. And when we can respond, that's my process is that I practiced listening to those promptings and those feelings, and then moving my feet and acting on those. Sometimes there was a question like, is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? And then playing out all the little things that go into that questioning piece. And for me, it was like, will it produce good fruit or will it produce poor fruit? And, and so that's been my process. So those feelings and impressions to me are a very spiritual thing and a guided thing. And for me and my belief system, I believe that's God speaking to me directly, moving my feet, if I'm willing to move. And that's, that's the thing that I try to capitalize on with my clients is that if you want to be directed, this doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes, does not mean that you're going to not fail because you can, and you will, but sometimes those failures are actually the catapult that move you. You feel 100%. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so we just can't be afraid of that process, but I think we have, you know, in our busy society, slowing down and stopping and pausing to listen, um, has become, um, like you have to want it. You have to want that piece of life. And if you don't want it, you'll just go about doing your things and, you know, life will happen to you and not for you. Um, and then you can fall into that victim mode and which, you know, many people do. Um, but for me, I always just wanted to be in a place where I could be utilized for good. I would be a beacon of light. I would walk that path where I would always be looking and listening and feeling into that guidance. Amen. I like how you explained it as far as like what it means to you, because a lot of people take it differently. Mm. Some people maybe don't acknowledge that, Hey, that's spirit, you know, like the Holy spirit or love, right? right? Love yeah, is right. guiding you. Lo love is guiding your path. Mm. And I think when we operate in kind of like this knowledge of, hey, everything is going to work out for my good in this path, mm -hmm. what is coming into my life is ultimately going to be for my good, whether I fail, mm -hmm. whether I fall, whether I make mistakes, ultimately it's a stepping stone to go to where I need to be and where I am called to be for my purpose. So you're living Amen. more in purpose. Yes right and operating yeah. in love because when we start listening yeah. right to um our intuition because we can call it also yes. intuition. for me I like to explain it as intuition you know and it I is like, intuition yeah yes. and so we feel that intuition and I love like a lot of like in this season one of the words is being still and listening we have mm -hmm. to be still 
and listen. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is as business owners, right? We're all in sometimes in this hustle mode that can get you burnt out. It can get you basically making more mistakes and take that success that Mm -hmm. you wanted. It might take longer because you didn't sit still and listen. Maybe you needed to rest. Maybe you needed to kind of like put some things on the back burner to get more clarity, but you have to Mm -hmm. be willing to sit with it and Mm -hmm. listen. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Because you, I follow you and I mean, your stuff is spot on. I love it. It's very groovy. Like I got a very groovy feel when I, when I follow you. (laughs) Totally me. Somebody (laughs) said, how would you sum up your brand? And I'm like, just think of Willy Wonka and Tinkerbell. If they got together and had a baby, that's me with, with a little hippie vibe, right? Yes. 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 And I love that. And, and that's the thing, like, there's a place that we get within ourselves when we understand who we are, we can reflect that within our branding, right? When we're more mm-hmm. in tune, I've spoken with many entrepreneurs mm. and a lot of them that are killing it online, like you, cause you're, you're, you're totally killing it. <laughs> Basically say I had to do the inner work first before mm-hmm. I can see the outer, I guess, for lack of a better term, manifestation. So that's why I wanted to go deeper into this and these little steps that you took that ultimately led you to where you're at now. Because when you first start, sometimes you don't know what your brand colors are going to be. You don't know what your branding is going to be. You don't know what your core message are, are going to be. And you have to really look within yourself, right, to get that out of you. So when you were growing, so you didn't like the whole MLM. You stayed away from it. What made you stay away from that sort of marketing and that, and then what made you embrace it? So what made me go away from it was the approach, right? Like people were hunting and I always felt hunted. I felt like I was prey and that people could capitalize on. And and that's the only reason why that they were, they didn't care about me. They cared about themselves and what you'd be so good at this. Right. And, um, and, and so it wasn't about me or actually really the product, right. Or the company that was represented in that product. And so, um, none of it ever resonated with me, nothing. It did not for 23 years, 23 years is a long time, a long time. And I happily said no, because I was like, you can't really make money forever selling X, Y, Z, right? Because you were actually selling and, you know, for example, and, and when I, when I say these things, I mean, no disrespect to any other profession and what mode the people have chosen for their entrepreneurship. Um, but I didn't want to sell pans, pots and pans and kitchenwares, right? Like I didn't want to. I didn't want to sell a a makeup package, you know, although I love makeup, I don't wear it very often, but I do like to get dressed up and I love watching makeup videos and hair tutorials. Like I dig it. I'm totally on it, but that was not where I felt, felt like I could give back to a huge audience. And so for me, I mean, even I remember when this dropped in my lap, I was looking at becoming a real estate agent 
And I thought, I'm going to be on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And my number one priority was my family. At the time this fell into my lap, I had a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and then a five-year-old. And well, not even that. They were younger than that. They were younger than that because my baby was literally like 18 months old going on two. And, and the other little guy was four going on five. So then the oldest was 13. That, that was my age gap with these five kids. And, and uh, when are you going to have yeah. another one? <laughs> Just kidding. No, <laughs> Just kidding. I'm 52. No, I, <laughs> I, well, I would love, I, I tried, we tried, we miscarried that sixth baby oh, wow. three years into my career. And I got diagnosed oh. with breast cancer right after that. Right. Oh, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We, yeah, no, no, no. It's part and parcel for the whole life game. You know, <laughs> you do yeah. what you gotta do. So no, I'm 52 and I would love, in fact, just this morning as I was waking up and having my quiet time, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I miss having babies. I just, I truly loved having babies. I loved being pregnant after the third month um, because I felt amazing on fire, golden horse board. <laughs> And I just love motherhood. I love motherhood. I love homemaking. I love all of that. And so when this jumped in my lap, I was literally what called me to it. You asked that question was because there was nobody I couldn't serve. This particular company with this particular opportunity and, and the, the ownership, the, the mission across the globe serves everyone. There's no one that's left behind. And that is my legacy, right? That is the legacy I will leave behind. Those are the things that people are going to say about me. No one's left behind. It's literally Ohana baby all the way. Um, because you know, family is, is everything, right? It's everything to me. Yeah. Most definitely. Right? No, it's everything to me too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm I'm at without my family, without like yeah. them being there at my lowest point and being able to pick me up. You know, yeah. I'm so thankful for my family. Yeah. And family is a big deal. You know, family is a big deal. It is. It is. Even and, when they're dysfunctional. Right. I mean, what even when it's it, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You, know. you know what they say. Some of us are afraid of messing up our kids. Well, don't worry about it. You've already messed them up. They're totally. already, already totally. we're not perfect. There's a, no. we're not perfect. And that's to say that please don't take that, you know, whoever's listening, um, uh, please don't take <laughs> that to heart. <laughs> and it's just a fact of, of life. <laughs> it's just a fact of life. We're not perfect. We're gonna make mistakes. Like, but I think if the core thing, I think for whatever reason, like we have in this conversation a core focus on love. And that's absolutely, the most and that's, and the that's most my branding. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It right? is Sharon McDonald dot love, right? Like it's that's it. www Sharon McDonald dot love. You know, Sharon McDonald love. It is it because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's where the grace is. That's where the compassion is. That's yeah. where the service is. And, yes. and for me, that's what landed for me was that there was no one I couldn't serve and I could go anywhere in the world. And because I was open and willing to do that, that's exactly what's happened for me. And that's not so, for everybody. No, it's not. 
but basically it aligned with your core values, right? Yeah. Aligned totally. with your core values. Totally. You knew what type of legacy, but you knew who you wanted to be. So you knew who you wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, the minute I signed on that dotted line, I knew who I was, where I was going, and it was already done, period. Wow, wow. And that's faith yeah. right there. Because I, th- I really feel yeah. as though there's moments in life that there are things that we feel like are out of our reach. But imagine having the mentality that it's already done. We already have acquired all that we're meant to acquire. All those dreams that you have have been accomplished. And mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about, am I going to fail? No. What if there was no failure mm-hmm. and you're meant to do what it, you're given that vision that's in your mind for a reason. You're giving yes. that heart for a reason. You have that passion mm-hmm. for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And our passions for you and us, for you and me, aligned us together to have this totally. conversation, to pull <laughs> another mompreneur up and say, hey. Focus you can on do love. Yes, <laughs> you can do it. Focus on love. Love yourself. Be kind to yourself as you're building. Yeah. Right? Be yeah. kind to yourself as you're building. Stop the negative chatter. And that's what I feel like is today's message for whatever reason. Stop well, but it is chatter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that holds if us if up. you can't. Totally. I was just having this conversation with my husband. He goes, what do you think is the number one um, thing that holds people back from success? And I said, it's self-love a hundred percent. I said, when I was just coaching um, one of my business partners and I remember in the conversation having this overwhelming, she's not where she wants to be um, because she hasn't accepted herself. She doesn't love herself. She hides in all these ways. And I was shown this little picture and I was like a hundred percent, right. I've, I've known this woman for 25 years and that is exactly what, what has happened. And I just remember having this clarity, you know, as a mentor, that's my favorite part is that, is that being able to pick those moments and then capitalize on them for that individual. And it, and it, for in this particular place and in, in all of it, your messaging, your branding, your purpose, all of it comes down to when you can love yourself, 100% love every single piece of yourself, all your good points, all your bad points, you will have everything that you need to be able to create whatever you want everything will fall into place. And that changes our energy. When we meet other people, we see stars, you know, like your, your reels um, were the thing that attracted to me. I don't even know how I found you, but it was one of your reels. Oh my gosh, this lady. And I literally (laughs) went to your page and I just watched reel after reel after reel, you know, post after post after post. And I was like, she's my jam. She's my jam. And then I saw that you had your podcast. And so then I got onto the podcast and so it's because it's because of that alignment. And when your energy in that same place, you then start seeing your people, you start seeing the other bright lights in the world. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Cause I felt the same with you. I was like, Oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's incredible. I love everything that she Yeah. We start fangirling. 
Yeah, right. Oh my gosh, but thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like hiding my face. Can I hide my voice? Is there a way to demonstrate? No, not at all. (laughs) Out there. Amen. And I love this. And I'm and I'm so glad we connected. And I want to go deeper because I feel as though you have so much gem and so much insight and so much truth and love to share with us to help us get to that next level. Because I I feel as though for whatever reason, I just feel like whoever is listening, they're on that verge of just going to that next level, but there's something holding them back. And I feel like this episode is going to help them get to where they need to be. I don't know why I feel that way. If it's you, Holler at us, <laughs> tag us. Yeah, Promise. for sure, yes, slide tag into us. DMs. Yes, slide yes, into DMs. yes, yes. Okay, so let's let's talk about your approach. So, what is the number one question that you get asked from either your clients or potential clients or people that basically follow you? Um. Oh, I didn't know you were a coach. Hmm. I mean, if you can believe it, that I actually, that, that is what comes up. I didn't know you were a coach, right? And it wasn't, it's not because I'm all my product. It's not because of that. It's because my approach is just not like, I'm a coach, 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 I'm a mentor, I'm a mentor, I'm a mentor. It's, it's all parts of my life. Right. And, and those are the people that I want to work with. I want to work with the people who are ready to move. And, and so if they're not ready to move, they miss the mark. Right. Mm, It's like, Oh, I didn't know you were a coach. So they're not in alignment. They're not ready for someone like me, because if you want to coach with me, you're building the bridge from here to there, because I know how to build that bridge. Right. And, and if you want to move, you're going to move. Um, but you're not going to work with me until you're there. If you're still hanging out, Oh, I really like this low faint hanging fruit. And you're not willing to climb to the top of the tree. You're not going to want to work with me. You're just not. And, um, and I'm okay with that. Right. So oddly enough, that is the number one question that I get totally. Wow. And the one right behind that is why did you chose network marketing? Mm. Okay. And the third, and the third, this is the magic. Um, third one is why do you have so many kids? No. <laughs> well, that's the magic. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I kid you not. Right. And then a plethora of what if I wanted to do this and what if, you know, what, what how do I take care of this? How do I, you know, all those kind of like, how do I drop 20 kilos and, you know, things like that. But those are the top three questions that I think that I'm asked all the time and on a regular you, basis. Wow. And how do you feel about that? When you get asked these questions, how do you approach social media? Do you change the way that you're approaching social media? You keep it the same, like, you know, I keep it the same. I keep it the same and I do watch my algorithms, right? Like I do watch yes. my statistics, what's performing and video always performs better and um, always over stagnant posting. And I do my own content. That That is, a, that's probably the fourth question that I'm asked. Do you do your own content? Are you really oh. in the face behind that? Right? That's the fourth comment that I get. They can't believe I'm it, like, huh? 
They can't believe it. Like you do all of this and that. Well, yeah, I have somebody help me schedule things, right? But I'm the one that's writing the content. I'm the one that is approving or disapproving of XYZ. Those are my blogs that I wrote, right? Those, that's my material. I hate it, especially when you drop into someone's DM and you get some basic like that's not even you. You're not even really oh, yeah. answering me. I don't Ooh, care how good cool one? you are. What? You know what's a good one that I really, I honestly don't get sometimes is that there's these coaches that are in their social media. They're like, oh, you know, stop with the code DMs and you don't need to do it that way. And this is how you get clients. And they're the ones code DMing. <laughs> like they'll land in your inbox. Totally. Code- Code pitching. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, that's, that's like mind blowing. I'm like, how, <laughs> like, how can this happen? Well, that, I that mean, blows my I, mind. It, it really, well, and it's just, again, again, okay, let's just draw this analogy. Let's just tie this knot. That kind of an approach is exactly why I didn't like network marketing. That MLM mm. approach of, Hey, I got a thing for you. I'm going to slide into your DM and I'm going to be super like, you know, I'm not going to really tell you what I'm talking about, but I'm going to try to fish, you know, it's fishing. And why, why do you need to do that? That's not how you fill your pipeline. Yeah. Show yeah, up, yeah. show a better up way. and yeah. right. Much better way, much more professional. And that was the guiding light for me was, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it super professionally. I'm going to show up exactly how I am. There is not going to be anything in between. I have made big mistakes and I've rocked it Amen. all the same okay. time. So let's talk about the algorithm. Cause you say you, you have an incredible um, audience. You have an incredible reach. I know for me, I'm slowly putting myself out there and, and doing some reels, thank God I met you and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm still learning, you know? So let's talk about what type of algorithms are you looking at? I know you said videos. Do you mean like reels or live videos? Reels video? and just w- any, any video, any video, whether, and you know, not everybody wants to do video. And if you don't want to do video, you need to ask yourself why. Yeah, because if you don't love yourself and you aren't confident, confidence is everything in every business. I don't care if you're an employee and you're wanting to be the executive or you want to be the manager on the floor. If you don't have the confidence, you're never going to get there. Yeah, never. You're not. Yeah, yeah. If you have confidence, you can. Yeah. You can, you can sell stand on a beach. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. And so that, that would be, so the algorithm that I look for is interaction and that has, has performed miserably. And here's why it's performed miserably because. Okay. okay the, before, first the, all, before we go, before we go in there, what do you mean by interaction? Like uh, engagement uh, like who's interacting engagement thank you that's what i mean is engagement yeah okay yeah because yeah. like is it who's, comments liking it's comments it's caring. not liking liking the i could care less about the likes i want to see the comments i want to actually interact with you because i'm really there 
and I really want to interact with you. And so I've had to go and take out bots that have followed me, you know, on a daily basis, I'm taking 10 to 20 out every single no. day, every single day. Yeah. Because the, the algorithm is, I don't know who does it and who's behind it and why it happens, but it happens. And I do fish them out because my teacher was Sue B. Zimmerman and I love her and she is spot on. Um, she's good. She's really good. She is the Instagram expert. And so I've, I've clung to that and it has proven well for me, but the user does not know how to interact on social media. Okay. Your little emojis mean nothing. Your, um, your like thumbs up, your little hearts, your little, um, nice means nothing to the algorithm. Yeah, and so nothing. my whole thread of heart fire hands up means nothing. Nothing. If you're going to put that, then you put the words that are in your heart. Let's go. Let's tie this back to our heart and who we are and how we want the, okay, the how legacy about, we want to leave. How mm -hmm. about five emojis of a crying face, like laughing so hard? That means nothing as well? Yeah. No, nothing. The algorithm wow. reads nothing about emojis. Nothing. Nothing. That's it's, good and you get and you get a score. You have a score on all no. social media platforms. Did you know that? I did not know that. No. Yeah, you get a score. Oh. So you get a likability score. You get an interaction score. Like you're scored. You you are scored. And <gasps> um and it's not based on your likes, baby. I know. <laughs> Sad day. Let's like all have a little morning party. How about reshares? That like is good. Reshares. Reshares and saves are also very, 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 very good, right? Very good. Those are good indicators. But that interaction is actually the thing that moves the dial. That's what shows your content to your audience is the comments. And that gives you a likability score. So yes, do the emojis, but my goodness, say what's in your heart. Tell oh. why you like it. You're right. So the user doesn't know how to, they think that they're, supporting you by putting that smiley face by putting yep. those hearts and fire yep. and hands up yep. praise all yep. of that yep. I do I think like and when, yeah I know no for real and when you get when you get to accounts that have millions of followers you know like they've got one one million followers or you know 985,000 followers or more right um then then nothing matters right like then the, the algorithm is just kind of taken over no I'm not joking that's oh, for real. Wow. That's for real. People could do whatever they wanted on those. They don't have to That's interact crazy. back with their people. No. Uh -uh. And, and a lot of those accounts, you can see that nobody answers the DMS either. Right. So it changes. It's so interesting. Like we it's can have very a interesting. different podcast on that. <laughs> I mean, shoot, we're here for it. Okay. You were saying something about something. What's something fails miserably. Cause I cut you off. But you were saying like the interaction fails miserably in this aspect. I'm thinking it's because of the emojis, that aspect is what you're you're going to be going into. It right? is, it is. Um, interaction, yeah, yeah, it is. The interaction fails miserably um when people don't interact with really get in there and say something. You know, like people will actually go out of their way to send me a DM rather than comment on the actual thread. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what is up with that? Like that does nothing for you or me. It's I mean, one that, thing if you want to get a sale though. 
that's a chance for a sale. Oh, kind of, <laughs> kind ish. Depending ish. on what it is. Depending, depending. Well, most of the time, the comments up. that I, yeah, but the most of the time, the comments become, and it's not that it's bad. Okay, it's not that it's bad. Just it's a warning of why don't why can't you make a like this moved me in a big way, right? Like I I loved how this made me feel today. Thank you so much. And then go to the DM and give your message of what you mm. wanted to say, right? Like this is what, if it's too private to put out there, but you do, do want the person to know, then go ahead and DM them and say that. But um, I can't tell you, even on stickers, people, instead of replying to the sticker, will send me a DM and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that that messes up the algorithm too, because then you know, then you, you're getting all these DMS, but then there's no sticker to share with it. So then you have to just click and save all the little comments and put them all together, you know, of like what people are saying. And, um, so it's just, it's, it, it's a user error. It's a user error. It's not the content creator. It's the user error because Facebook really move that dial for people like let's hide behind the the like button and the you know or the snarky mean comments you know it can go either way right um and believe yeah. me I have some very ugly haters but you know you're doing it right when you get haters I got one I got one hater she called me ugly I was like yeah <laughs> it was okay you're okay it was okay <laughs> I know but oh my gosh well, your comment was really ugly, lady. Thank you so much for reminding me how ugly I am because I'll just remember to be brighter and better next time. <laughs> but it was okay. But I was like, shoot, I got my first hater. I'm I'm, I'm killing it. <laughs> yes, you but are. That's how, that's, how, that's how we got to look at it, right? You got to have a tough skin a little bit. So, yeah, okay. You do. So how are you approaching Instagram? Because, shoot. So you... Do you educate your audience in the in your stories? Hey guys, comment instead of um, sending me the emoji. Uh, actually, no. Like that's actually a good idea to to do that. I mean, I've done it a little bit, but yeah. And the other thing is, people don't actually read the caption. They look at the picture because, again old Instagram was all about the picture, right? Yeah. So you're commenting on the picture. The picture is supposed to tell you the story and there is a shift happening, right? People are wanting real. So we need to take, again, it comes back to our conversation of slowing down and actually participating in life. And when you're actually participating on social media, you don't have to spend hours on it. You can still spend 15 minutes, but quality 15 minutes of conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. 15 minutes of interaction, but make it quality and then get off, get yeah. off. You don't yeah. need T to be on timer. there for hours, right? That tomato timer is a really classic thing that we should never forget the tomato, turn it 15 minutes. You're done. Yeah. That's all the pompadour effect or something like that I forgot what it's yeah, called right yeah yeah I know that's what I do I always have the only the way that I move my needle forward is time blocking this hour oh. I'm trying to accomplish this oh. this hour yes. is what I'm trying to accomplish because then I yeah. really get to understand how long things take me 
when I do that. And then I have that, okay, I can only get this done in within an hour. So I know to like where to hustle within that progress. Right. And then I put mm-hmm. my breaks in there too, like an hour break or, you know, two hour break, you know, whatever I need. Especially when you have little people at your house oh, yeah. who need you. Whole, oh yeah. You have to do that. Right. Like I, you're I in the thick of it too. You have to, you have to, they will resent you more than anything. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I always have my dedicated time with my my littles, you know, like my boys, they want to do YouTube videos. So I'm just, they love it. I'm like, I'll try. <laughs> but it'll be a fun, it'll be a fun project for us to like play together. Oh, totally. No, <laughs> you do it. And you're building confidence with your kids when they do that, right? Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'm glad that it they're is. asking you for that. They yeah. are. Because they've obviously learned from you something, right? And there's teaching some accountability, right? Some, you know, social media is not a safe place for our kids to be. It's not safe for even us. And so when you can teach safe boundaries, right? And be educating and being there and using it as a tool for good, there's nothing better than that. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I want to go deeper into your coaching process, you know, mm-hmm. um, how you take one a person from point A to point B, because every single person has a different approach, you know, as, as far as their coaching. So, yeah. So where is your ideal a client that gets the biggest results? Where are they when they're before they're reaching uh- out? Before they're reaching out, well, they have a problem, first Mm -hmm. of all, right? They have a problem and they're looking for a solution. And I am a solution provider. So the people that are looking for me are are usually like they're super high feminine ambition, um, stuck in between the world of I love being a mother and I like motherhood, but man, I love to kill it in business. I love to earn money and I love um, the freedom that it brings me as a woman. That glass ceiling can just totally be shattered with entrepreneurship. Um, But not everybody rolls out of bed knowing how to become an entrepreneur. And that's where I shine. I'm a ninja um, with that. And (laughs) I really am like it. That's my forte. I love it. Yeah. Well, and, my boys want to be ninjas. So. Well, you know, like it, for me, it's like, I'm a time ninja. I'm a, you know, I'm a strategy ninja. Those are my things. I'm an activator. I, I connect the dots really easy, which is why I can help someone build that bridge from point A to point B. And if they need point A to point B, but they actually want to be at D, then we need to build the bridge from A to B, B to C, C to D, right? Like, so you're building these little bridges, but um, so that they, they come with a problem. They're looking for a solution and um, the energies align, right? They're looking for me, that feminine ambition is, is a driver and yet they don't know how to manage their time and their day. How do I be a really good mother and a, a, and a homemaker, right? We, regardless of what homemaking looks like to you, it doesn't mean necessarily the same thing to everybody, um, but they don't know how to manage that. And, and what's interesting is you'll have people who say they want to do that, but then changing habits sucks for so many of us, right? 
um, because we're so conditioned. And that's why I said the comment of not everybody knows how to be an entrepreneur because we're actually trained in society to become employees. Oh yeah. With the school system. Yes. Yeah. Everything, everything Mm -hmm. teaches us how to be an employee. And I can't tell you how many times I hear, you know, even people who have brick and mortar businesses and call me in for consultation. Um, they're just like, I I just literally want to go to work and go home and never think about my job. Right. And I'm like, well, there has to be some planning in your day somehow, even for your brick and mortar business, whether you're online or offline, you know, how are you best approaching your clients? Like, are your clients having their needs met? And, and so many times they're not, they're not having their needs met. There's un, untended to information that, that there's half, you know, like it's an 80% project and the 20 there's leaving, they're leaving 20% on the table. And I'm like, do you know what 20% could give you when you're at a hundred percent? Like, and then this is just super small tweaks. Like, how are you utilizing your email system? Do you have a texting system, right? Like, do you give your clients options? And it doesn't matter if it's a brick and mortar or if it's an online business at all, it doesn't matter. So my process is, is really, what do you want to accomplish, right? After they find me and it's, it's, what do you want to accomplish? What's vision? Listen, 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 right? Lots of listening. And, and then, um, I always ask this question, if you were to win the lottery today, the biggest lottery and money was never going to be an issue again, what would you do with your time? Ooh, that's a good one. I always ask myself that. Right? Yes. Yeah. I always Because right. Because that is then your purpose. That's why you are doing the hustle or the grind or whatever you're going to you know, you're going to label it, right? That's why you're getting up and doing what you're doing. That's why you're making the sacrifices you're making. And if you don't have that clarity, you are going to just sit and spin your wheels forever. And then you're going to stop doing it, right? Then you're going to go back to being an employee and having somebody else give you a check. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. We can go on and on with this. And I almost lost track of time because it's so good. You know, we went everywhere. Okay. Oh, we are right on. <laughs> I yeah. know. My last question was after asking them that question, what do they say to you? Because I'm sure they never even thought of asking themselves that question. No, no. And that is, um, that is, that's where the work begins, right? That's where we start. That's the starting point. That's, you know, your first brick on the yellow brick road. And, and you have to answer that question before you could ever move forward, because until that's answered, there's no purpose. And without purpose, there's no clarity. So you can't have clarity until you know the purpose. And, and, and for some people, you know, it could be, I just want to be able to put braces on my kids' teeth. I just want to be able to get groceries on the table. I want to be able to um, have extra money for vacations, right? Okay, so now that money's not an issue, what are you going to do, right? Like, because all of that's going to go away. Yes. So what are you going to do with the time freedom that you have? And that's where a lot of people are like, oh, I never thought of it. And I think that's why most people actually don't really rise and make multiple six figure incomes and seven figure incomes, right? Because they didn't know that it was possible. 
like they really are so conditioned to, to this is the life that was been dealt to me. And I just have to go from point. Like, I just have to, if I can just overcome this problem and then I can go to that problem and they're problem solving all the time. And, and because that's the conditioning, opening up that broader picture really helps people. And some people are super resistant to it, right? Super resistant to it. But I'm like, you're wasting your money. You're wasting your money working with me if you can't get through this, right? So I always set that up right in the beginning too, is I never want to waste your money. Mm. And if you're not willing to do the work, you do not want to work with me because you will be wasting your money. You'll be wasting your money and your time. We're going to, we're going to end it here. Guys, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? If you had all the money in the world, if, you know, that wasn't an issue, you know, all of your needs are met, what would you do for a living? Boom, mic drop. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Sharon, where can people find you? You can find me at www.sharonmcdonald.love. It really is .love, L-O-V-E. Um, there's no dot com. It's literally dot love. And then you can find me on Instagram at Sharon McDonald love all one word. And that's where I hang out the most. Oh my gosh. It's been such an honor to talk to you. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindabendable.com. Sign up for the Blog Cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level. And join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.